She loves herself with Jill Ritchie, showing you how to embrace vulnerability and unearth your power within. Hi everyone and welcome back to a brand new episode of She Loves Herself, the podcast with me, your host, Jill Ritchie. And I have to say, it feels really good to be back with a brand new season. I got lots of messages from you guys about actually about the two episodes that came out, the one with Kate Roham last Friday and um, the very first Monday Love Punch of season 10. And so it's always so nice to get great feedback. I know we always try and do things with a place um, or from a place of non-attachment, but I have to admit, it is nice when you're putting some things out there and you get lots of nice feedback on it. I just know that it's hitting the mark. Um, And it's no coincidence because I think whenever someone is processing something and they share it, it really reaches the right people. And today I want to almost sort of build this episode as a kind of follow-up to last Monday's one. So last Monday's episode was all about you cannot manifest what it is that you want being who you were. And actually when you're facing challenge or adversity or it feels like everything's falling apart, um, it's this real invitation to know that the manifestation is on its way. It doesn't mean that it's not. It just means that to really bring in what it is that you're asking for, you have to clear up some of your shit, basically. Um, And you can't get it being who you were. And so that was really good. And I feel like I wanted to follow on from that because there's even more to sort of add to that in terms of um, blocking. So if, for example, you are trying to bring something in or you have a goal that you want to achieve and it doesn't feel like it's coming in and you're maybe doing all the things, maybe you're doing all the meditations and maybe you're like being out in nature and you're practicing gratitude and you're journaling and you're doing some somatic practices and you've got all the things on the list that tells you once you do this, then you're going to have the thing and it feels like it's not coming. I want you to get really honest with yourself because if you're doing it from a place of um, lack or a place of fear or you're ticking some boxes, then you're not really feeling into it. And so therefore, I, I believe that we start to block what it is that we really deeply desire and I'll actually go a step further than that I know I feel like we don't only block it from coming in I feel like we don't even see what the hell is in front of us because we're so focused on chasing something else um thinking that that is the thing and when I have that thing then I'm going to be happy and when I have that thing then everything's going to feel better in my life And when you're in that state of always doing, you have no space to not only receive what wants to come in from the universe, um, you actually have no space to even see what you have in front of you right now. And we get so focused on what we haven't got that we miss not only what we have got in front of us and what's actually staring you in the face, um, you you actually miss opportunities as well. 
And it's so funny because so many people will say, you know, I'm asking for the thing, I meditate on it, I'm visualizing it, you know, I'm trying to be that energy, I'm doing all the things that all the books tell me to do and all the podcasts tell me to do and it's not coming. Um, And sometimes I want to just like be really open and honest here. Here comes the love punch. Here comes the love punch, everyone. You're honestly pushing a door that says, Pool, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. I feel like like less is more sometimes. And I, I know that that sounds conflicting, right? Because yes, you want your non-negotiable practices. So meditation, so important, but not just to meditate to get the thing that you want to get. Meditate because it makes you feel good. It empties your busy mind. It grounds you. It gets you back into your body. It gets you out of that freaking busy mind that's always on the go. And it regulates you. It makes you feel good. Go out and walk in nature because you're opening your eyes and you're being present with everything that is around you and the abundance that is around you when you go out in that walk. Listen with your ears open to the sounds that you hear around you. Look with your eyes beyond your phone, right? Honestly, I feel like this is just so basic, but we're missing it so much because a lot of the time we think we need to do all these things and then we'll get the thing. And this is where actually slowing down to speed up is the medicine here. And instead of doing 10 things on a list and ticking that and feeling like you've accomplished something, but actually you haven't, you may have ticked some boxes there, right? But you're so disconnected from your body. You're so in your head, it is unreal because it's not coming from a place of, I'm doing this to feel more connected to myself. I'm doing this to trust myself more to intuit more for myself and make decisions based on authenticity and trust. No, no, no. You're doing it from a place of lack, from a place of fear, from a place of I need to keep doing more and keep doing more and keep doing more. And actually it has the opposite effect because the more that you're doing, the more you're in your head, the more you're the more disconnected to your authenticity you actually are and the more disconnected to trusting yourself you are you actually think when I get that thing then my whole you know everything's going to shift everything's going to be better in my life doesn't work it never has it never has and it never will and listen I'm not going to sit here and bullshit right I've been there before I actually got myself into habit like so let me just rewind a little bit so when I was in corporate I was so in my head it was it was unbelievable. I'd never meditated. I couldn't even sit for a minute before. So when someone comes to me and says, I can't meditate, I'm like, that's BS. Like everyone thinks they can't meditate. I was one of those people. I could not sit. I always had to have music on or the TV. I couldn't be on my own. Not because I was scared of being on my own. I just couldn't. I could be on my own, but I always had to be doing something. I, I remember my mum used to say to me, sit down, like just chill. 
And I was like, oh, there's always something to do. I always felt like I had to do something. I'd created this habit of being busy. And yeah, I was busy, but I was a busy fool. And when I started into the world that I'm in right now, um, where I actually started to understand myself more and go in that spiritual path and that trusting path of the self and that return home, um, I got really good at switching my phone off and putting it on flight mode at like 9pm at night and not turning it on till like after nine in the morning. I did that for years. And guess what? It served me really, really well because in the times that I worked, I worked smart, I worked well, you know, and I did work hard, you know, I put lots of effort in, but I had so much downtime where I could really switch off and disconnect from the noisy world of social media, from everything else and from being a reactive person and it was so potent and so powerful that medicine for me just taking my power back and doing that simple exercise and it was weird at first but it it worked and my business was thriving I was like always fully booked and my program sold out I was booked for events and it felt easy, like not saying that everything in my life was easy because I was navigating my own stuff. You know, the, my mum was poorly and there was a lot going on there. But even though that felt really challenging, I I got to spend time every day with my mum and still build a thriving business. And that was through creating habits of not serving a single soul until I topped up my own cup each morning that was getting into the, you know, that self-discipline of putting myself first before anyone else. And it did feel weird at first, but it was it was amazing. And everyone got a be- better version of me. And then what I found myself doing, even after six years of doing that, was last year when I, when I was creating IPA with Sarah, because no one else could do it other than Sarah and I, because it was all of our techniques, And we knew it was going to be a year of really working, working hard and putting the hours in. And we knew it would be like that. And that was the commitment we made when we got that download that our mission was to deliver this, you know, this powerful coach training um, association that we would have to do more. And so that was a commitment we made. But what happened was I got so in the habit of working longer hours working weekends and doing more um, that I started to notice the habits creeping back in even you know we finished all of the the recordings of our trainings and all of the stuff was kind of that part of the business was done at the end of the year but I carried that energy into 2024 of like being busy you know okay I need to do more I need to do more I need to do more and I caught myself quickly you know towards the end of January there noticing whoa, I'm in my head so much right now. This doesn't feel like me. This doesn't feel good. And Sarah and I had such a great conversation where we talked about culture and, you know, why we created IP, what was the why behind it? And it was to have more time, more, you know, more space, more freedom, all of those things that we have known in our in our own businesses as individuals for five or six years it was to take that in but it was also to show other people how to do that too it was to revolutionize the coaching industry and every you know everything that goes with IPA the mission was huge but we definitely found we were going into to January 
like overstimulated, I started getting to, into the habit of checking my phone first thing in the morning. And I knew I was doing it. I'm like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? This is a, it's a shit habit. I haven't been in for six years. And my God. And as I said, we had a great conversation towards the end of January. We were like, do you know what? This is not why we created IP. This isn't the culture that we um we want for any of our students or any of our team. And you know, we've got a team now in IP that work with us and we had a great call with them and said, look, you know, no messages before 9 a.m., no messages after 6 p.m. Sarah and I don't do Mondays or Fridays. <laughs> we don't work Mondays or Fridays now. We're not saying that we don't ever work Mondays or Fridays. But what we're saying is it should be an exception rather than a rule because I never worked a Monday and I always just worked a half day on a Friday because that was my time. That was my time for my self-care. That was my time to decompress, spending time with the kids. So, but we'd never really communicated that to the team before and we'd got in such a habit of sort of doing more and working sort of six, seven days in 2023 and it was sort of spilling out. And do you know what? What I found personally that I was missing was actually seeing what was right in front of me, which was a thriving, incredible business that we had created in less than a year. Opportunities that were everywhere around us. Um, an amazing community of students. Yeah. All of these things that are, are so amazing with an IPA, but I was over somewhere else in 2023 energy thinking, I need to do more, I need to do, do more, do more. And I started to miss what was there around me. And I caught it quickly. And I was like, right, this needs to kind of stop. And I'll be honest, it took me a couple of days to get into the into the way of actually getting the phone back on flight mode and not actually doing work before 9am and also sort of taking my Mondays back off again and my Fridays back off again um but yeah I've been back doing that now for what two weeks and I have to say like the difference already is huge it's huge like slowing down to speed up because if we're always like hustling or busy in that fucking ah shitty energy that I hate right I absolutely hate that energy we're always in that energy we're just blocking we're blocking everything the minute we kind of pull back guess what happens like so many opportunities have come in for IPA again you know Sarah and I've been invited to um to go to a retreat um in Ibiza in October um and actually be facilitators there for 500 people for this massive organization. And I'm like, that is just the power of slowing down and allowing space for the magic to come in. And so I guess my request for anyone listening to this today is, where can you do a little bit less? Where are you doing things just to tick boxes? Because it won't work. Number one, you might as well not bother because it's not landing. The magic happens when we slow down, 
when we allow ourselves to fully ground into mother nature, where we allow ourselves space for energy to to move to us and through us and out of us, we allow stagnant, stuck energy to be released from our physical and emotional bodies, which then allows more space for the magic to come in. Where are you at your limit right now? Where are you at your limit? And you need to almost put your foot on the brake and just allow what no longer serves you and what is no longer for your highest and best good to fall away. That isn't going to come when you are you have your foot fully on the gas and you're always pushing. Plus, you're going to hit a burnout and you're going to get sick. And I don't want that for anyone. Do less, but what you do do in that time, make it count. Allow it to be the magic. Allow it to move you to the level that you want to move to. Make it have meaning rather than doing it just for the sake of it. Um, Because you will get there 10 times quicker when you put your foot on the brake. The work that you do, make it have meaning. Do it with intention and trust Trust that there is a a power higher than you can even imagine at play here that wants to work with you, but it needs an in. And if you're full throttle, there ain't no in and it ain't coming. So get your foot off the gas. Breeze into this and just do it with intention and trust yourself. Trust that the universe is working with you, not against you, but you need to create space to allow the magic to happen. I hope this was helpful. And I want to just say a big shout out to anyone that is doing the work. And, you know, it's not to to beat you up, but, but if you're doing it anyway, make sure it counts, make sure it has meaning, make sure you're doing it with intention or else what is the point? allow the space and yeah I'm celebrating everyone who is here for it and who is trying their best sometimes we just need to pivot guys we need to really connect with what's really going on if it's not serving you let it bloody go um and then also a big shout out to the ladies who have signed up for empowered women that's starting on the 26th of February a couple of you took advantage of the 50% offer you've saved yourself 1500 pounds ladies so the price is now at a huge discount you're still getting a thousand pounds off it it was 2995 it's now 1995 so you're still saving a thousand pounds on it but you only have until um until Wednesday midnight to grab that offer and then it goes up again. So the clock is ticking, people. If you want to work with me over a three-month period, it's a blend of online learnings and teachings. This is probably the deepest work you may ever do, as well as live coaching with me and a one-to-one with me as well. And um, Then please get in touch. You can visit my website or you can email me hello at jill-ritchie.com. Guys, have an absolutely amazing week. I hope this was of value. I'm sending you all so much love. Bye-bye.